John Legrand, and we're going to get started here right on time. I obviously muted everybody out because it was chaos in the background. We've got a lot of people on the phone tonight, so let me get a couple of announcements out of the way, and we're going to get right into the Q&A and the property information sheets. I have 15 of them in my hand here today. Uh, we'll probably not get through all of them, but we'll do as many as we can. So before I go any further into that, if you sent more than one, please pick out the best one of the batch that you sent, and let's talk about that first. And I'm going to have to bypass talking about all three of them, unless I feel time will permit it, and you'll have to get back in the queue and discuss the rest of them. Obviously, if we discuss one, it usually is pretty much the same same exit strategy and same offer, give or take, uh, changing a few numbers in the address. But we'll um, we'll see how it goes, and I'll adjust accordingly. Now, you, there's uh, two folk, types of folks listening to the call right now. One are actually Gold Club members, and one isn't Gold Club members. If you are a Gold Club member, all you have to do to get into the conversation on a one-on-one -on -one basis is to hit star zero. And our operator tonight, Rashawn, will put you in the queue and put you in line to either ask questions uh, and or go over your property information sheets. So that's star zero. Hit it once. Don't hit it twice. If you hit it twice, you've tried to get in and tried to get right back out. So just hit it once, and she'll get to you when she's canned. She is taking people uh, on the phone. She has to talk to them and put them in line. And then um, when I call for them, she brings the next one up. So if you're not a member then you can go to uh, ronsgoldclub.com and get signed up. It's only $59 a month for this membership, and it's got a tremendous amount of goodies in it, including all my forms and agreements and hundreds of hours worth of training videos right on that site and a lot of other things that I will not get into tonight. If you're actually interested enough to be on this call, you actually should be a member. It's only $59 a month. and Go get signed up, and next time I... Get on a call with you. If you want, you can send them some property information sheets ahead of time as well and, and or just Q&A. Now, I want everybody to know that this is Q&A tonight as well as sheets. You don't have to send in the property information sheet to get on the phone and ask me questions. However, questions are a sentence, not an uh, essay. If you did not get them in here, I will talk about your particular deal as long as you We'll simply answer the questions that I ask, and we don't get into a long diatribe on all the kind, all the things we don't need to know about the house. So that's the rules. If you don't have a sheet in my possession, and if you didn't get it into me by four o'clock, it is not in my possession. Then you can go over the math on your project, and we'll, and I'll try to help you with it as well. Uh, please do not send me in property information sheets that you have not talked to the seller on. If you have not had a conversation with the seller, there's nothing for us really to discuss until you've had that conversation. I noticed I got some here with me tonight, and they're incomplete. I can't do much with incomplete sheets, so if you don't get the facts, I, I can't make them up as we go. I definitely need the asking price. I want to know what the seller thinks it's worth, and where a lot of you are failing is you're not going on Zillow and putting in his estimate. At the very least, I want his estimate. And you send in numbers, well, you know, here's what they're asking, here's what they think it's worth, but I have absolutely no clear what your research said it was worth. And that's a simple uh, search on Zillow.com. Sometimes I don't get a yes or a no. If I don't get a yes or a no to the questions in the middle of the property information sheet, I, we don't really have anything to talk about. So I'm only interested in yeses. 
It's all I can do th to get through the yeses, and honestly, those are the ones you ought to focus on and forget the noes anyway. It's the yeses we're going to make money on. It's the yeses we're going to follow up on. And when I teach, I teach that you should follow up on the noes, but only after you finish the yeses. So um, for the sake of the length of this call, we have to only deal with the yeses. All right. With that said, another announcement that uh, all Gold Club members should be aware of. Starting in a few days, you are going to be receiving daily leads from an online um, um, scouring service that we have that scours for online leads in your area. Uh, they will come right to your inbox, and then you will have to decide whether you want to send them over to your virtual assistant to call or not. Uh, these are no extra charge to you. You're getting them for free whether you use them or not. Uh, so if you're getting them, you probably ought to follow up on them because I can tell you from the facts and the past that when I um, was getting these leads before we changed vendors that we actually got some deals from these leads. A lot of them are junk, but in that junk, there are some good quality prospects buried, certainly worth you taking a look at as you get them. You'll find the address of the property on there and the asking price uh, and the seller's um, information. But honestly, that's pretty much all you need anyway until the virtual assistant calls them and fills out the property information sheet for you. Okay, I have, um, oh gosh, 15 of these things tonight. I'm not going to call out the names. Uh, well, 15 of them, but that's not with 15 different people. Some of them have two or three in here. I'm going to assume if you sent me a property information sheet, you know who you are. So with that said... Hi, Ron. How's uh, it going? Okay, I got that's Lynette Wolf on the other end of the phone there. Glad to have you on the phone tonight. Hello. Well, I miss seeing you. I haven't seen you for a couple of days. That's right. <laughs> it's been it. a cruise. I got to see you every day and kind of got used to seeing you every day there. So. Yeah. <laughs> we just uh, did an alumni event here a few days ago in Jacksonville, and that was their teaching, and her and Brian were teaching uh, the uh, Taking Action and Communication Workshop prior to that. It was a great event. Yes. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the leads we called at the alumni, uh, Marty and uh, Karen might be on the phone because uh, we got a really good deal going on that, thanks to bringing that lead into the alumni last week. Oh, um, but we also have uh, Jim, uh, Jim and Linda uh, they got some. They have like about five deals going right now. They've made a ton of money. If we get a chance, I'm going to let them talk about that. Well, Jim and Linda, if you are here, uh, hit star zero and get in the queue and make Rashawn aware of your presence, will you? And um, what was it? who was the first one, Lynette? Uh, let's see. Uh, they're not on yet, so we're going to have to come back to them. All right. And if you don't know who Lynette Wolf is, she is at all of our Quick Start Real Estate Schools with her husband, and she spends a lot of time calling the leads that you bring in and literally making deals over the telephone, and they also call them live in class on the uh, first night. So We love calling your sellers and making deals. It is like my favorite part of the whole business. That's where you make the money, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yep. And Lynette and her husband and Jake and Carol Connor. And I just spent a week in Hawaii on a cruise ship, so we're still recuperating from that one. Wow, was that phenomenal. I really like that helicopter with the glass windows over in uh, Kauai there. Yeah. Man, you just don't get to do that every day. That was awesome. All right. Well, let's get going here, Rashawn. Um, first, tell me how many you have in line, and let's just take them in order. Um, we currently have 12 participants with questions. Our first question comes from Anthony. Anthony, please go ahead. Anthony, from where? I'm from Los Angeles. 
Okay. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I uh, want to start targeting the best areas to send le yellow letters and to start driving around looking for FISBO signs. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, obviously it's a huge market. I've narrowed it down to, say, 20-mile 20, 20 radius from where I live. And I did some research, and within that 20 miles, there's, there's 70 zip codes with a average home values ranging from 340,000 to 1.5 million. My question is, should I start at the bottom and work my way up or start somewhere in the middle? What are your thoughts on that? Well, uh, the print range you just gave me is a very good range to work, actually. And that actually the price ranges that I like to see folks work in the pretty house business. It is true, however. You can't cover the whole area of Los Angeles. And, Lynette, you right. used to live there, didn't you? Oh, yeah. We used to live um, on the west side, actually. Um, our son was born in Beverly Hills, Cedar sinai And uh, we're very familiar with California. And um, yeah. What part of L.A. do you live in, Anthony? I'm, I'm targeting the – I live in Sherman Oaks. I'm targeting the San Fernando Valley and the Santa Clarita Valleys. Yes. Okay. okay. If I were you, I'd probably narrow that circle down to 10 miles. Okay. Uh, where you live, it takes what? four days to get 10 miles? Something. Well, no, if, if you don't have to go over the 405, Lynette knows what I'm talking about. If you don't yeah. have to go over the hill, then it's, it's not too bad. All right. Well, just the same. If you've got plenty to keep you busy within 10 miles, then I, why do I want to go 20 miles? And you certainly do. Okay. So probably within that 10 miles, you're still looking at about 2, million, two to 3 million people. <laughs> Which is twice as many as I have in the entire city of Jacksonville. Right, right. So do you think I should start at the low end uh, or, or, or in the no, middle? or Where you're at, I think you should start right there uh, above 300. Above 300. Well, that's yeah. the low. That's the low for here. Is three, 340 is the low end. Well, that depends on where you're at there. Uh, but, yeah, that, <clears throat> I would start no less than that, but you've got areas uh -huh. that are lower than that. And from there I'd go up to a million and a half, and that's your sweet spot. Okay. And a uh, mailing list that is working well right now for a lot of folks, as I'm hearing in, uh, in the boot camps, is out-of-town owners. Out-of-town. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we like that better than absentee owners because they actually live in another state or out-of-town. Isn't that the same thing, or, or maybe I'm confused here? Plain I thought out-of-town. Well, well, absentee owner just means that they actually could live a couple blocks away in the same city okay. or something. They don't right. live in the house, but they live could possibly live nearby, where an out-of-state owner uh, lives out-of-state, and they tend to be extra motivated. Okay, so I'm, I want to go for out-of-state. Correct. And also, what about, uh, what about expired listings? Is we love good? expired listings because we know that at one point they were a real seller. They were listed on the multiple listing service with a real estate agent, and they okay. couldn't sell. In fact, I'm going to tell you that the um, higher price house you go up, Anthony, uh -huh. uh, the higher chance that it's already been listed once or twice before you even get a hold of the seller. And okay. that's kind of what's, you know, they, they need to be tenderized a little bit before you talk to them. Uh -huh. um, okay. Okay, great. Sounds good. I thank you both. All right, you know where to get your yellow letters, right? I do. I've already talked to her, yes. Okay. That would be yellowletterlady.com for the rest of you. Right. And Christy has phenomenal customer service. I've never heard such raving people how much they, the students just love her. I mean, instant, instant, what's that word? Instantly gets back to you. <laughs> All right, Rashawn, who's next? Thank you, Anthony.
Okay, our next question comes from Eddie. Eddie, please go ahead. Eddie, do I have a sheet on you? Uh, yes, you do, Ron. It's okay. the uh, 322 Olive Avenue, Port St. Lucie, Florida. I got it. All right, guys, you ought to be writing down these numbers or I'm going to lose you here since you don't have these sheets in front of you like I do. Eddie's got one um, where the seller thinks it's worth 97000 but Eddie don't know what the asking price is. How come? Uh, I'm the owner. Oh, you're the owner. I'm the owner, and I, I have an appraisal for nine ninety-seven thousand about three weeks ago. So, what's your question? Uh, my question is, I don't know what to do with it. I what do you want to do with it. Uh, I I want to get it out of my inventory uh, because uh, I'm 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 not making any money on it. I'm charging the tenant nine hundred dollars a month rent, and just today I went on Rentomatic Rento Rentometer. Thank you, rent rentometer, and the average rent is a thousand eighty-two in that area. So I'm, I'm, I'm like close to two hundred dollars below what I should be charging. All right. Well, your payment is eight eighty. Eight eighty-eight. Yes, that's okay. my uh, P, P, uh, yeah, P I C I. So Eddie, why don't you uh, put a lease option tenant buyer in this house and get yeah. a few thousand from them and um, help them work their way toward cashing you out. Okay. Um, now, I would like to keep the tenant that's there because she's really a very good tenant. She's very dependable, very right. reliable, pays her you rent on time. You can still give her the option to buy if she'll take a responsibility for all her repairs. Yeah. Now, uh, could I ask you, please, what would be a viable down payment? 5%? All you can get out of her, Eddie. So ask her what she could afford. That's correct. That's it. And you may not get, not get nothing out of her. Mm-hmm. But if you pass all the repairs on to her because she's already in it for, uh, in exchange for the option, you mm-hmm. still gained because now you don't have to fix anything. I got it, yeah. That's the only way I'm going to rent a house, man. No way I'm going to put a tenant in a house if I'm responsible for the repairs. I got it, yeah. All right, now uh, what, what would you suggest for the, t- the term of the lease? What should uh, I say? You, you keep asking me to give you numbers, and my answer is always going to be the same. Ask her how long she would like and how long it would take to get her qualified. I got it. Good and then you, first, you got to make sure she even cares about buying it. She doesn't. Mm-hmm. You're lost. There's nothing you can do, but leave her in there or put her out and put another tenant buyer in there. I got it. Second, yeah. if she is in, you got to get a short application on her, which you can get right off my site or in my manual, and uh, get that filled out and get it to Paul Ritter at ScreenTheTenant.com, and he will tell you when she can qualify. And what's got to be done between now and then, you might have to put her in a credit cleaning service. Okay. So uh, what was that, short application? Yeah, you've you got to get a credit app on her. Oh, credit application. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, and the beautiful thing was, uh, Ron, at the alumni, our student, Vince, had quite a few rentals, and he did like the uh, tenants that were in them, and he offered all the tenants an opportunity to do a lease option. And even if you don't get a whole lot of non-refundable deposit from the current tenant, um, at least they're going to be taking care of maintenance and repairs for you, and they're in there already, and if you like the monthly payment, and if they're at all flexible. Yeah, by the way, you... raise the rent when you do that too, eh? Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. was my next point. We get raised the rent on them. Uh, say again, please, Ron. Get her up to $1,000 for rent, and, mm-hmm. you're gonna, and you'll give her the option to buy. It's unlikely you're going to get any money out of her. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they have any dough. So what? Get her to the closing table, and you've solved the problem that you really came to solve. Right. Got it. Thank you for your help, Ron. You're welcome, sir. All right, Rashawn. 
Okay, our next question comes from David. David, please go ahead. David, I got one on you. Yeah, hey, Ron. Yeah, I have uh, two. Which one do you have there? I don't know. I am looking. Um, are you David Milano? That's me. Okay. I have the one on Hart Hartman. On Hartman, okay. Yeah, and this one, he, he want, he's willing to consider uh, owner financing uh, with 15% down. All right, well, let's give everybody um, the numbers. His asking is 469, and he wants 469, and you give me no idea what it's worth. What is it? Uh, that I can't figure out, and that's where my question comes from. Um, I'm getting a lot of these properties in kind of like the mountain areas of Southern California, and um, you kind of have these weird ranges up there, and – um, so what I did is I tried, you know, even, even getting comps is difficult, but even on the side of getting a, a buyer, I've tried putting some mock, um, listings on Craigslist to see if I can get any interest in those areas. And I'm not getting much interest. Um, what do you suggest for, for remote areas like that? Well, that's kind of hard to say cause I don't know what your mock ad looks like or whether I can tell it's a mock ad or not. But if you were, if you use the uh, unique selling propositions, which would either lease purchase or owner financing, and the words no bank qualifying, you should get some response. I mean, after all, he lives there, so there's got to be a lot of other people live there as well. But this, in this case, he wants a good size down payment, so this is an axe deal anyway. And if it's an axe deal, David, you're not at risk. You've got nothing to lose. But you still need to know what the what the you know. Come on, there's got to be a estimate on Zillow. It says the estimate's two seventy-five. Well, then um, I think my conversation with him would be: Listen, I can't find any comps to come any close. Can you help me? And let him provide you with the comps. Okay. And uh, frankly, I'd do that before I get very far into the deal anyway, even if it's an axe deal. And in case for all of you that are listening, an axe deal means that I'm simply going to sign it up and go find the tenant buyer to put in it before we do anything, and the seller's fully aware that that's my intent and that I don't, I will not close until I find that buyer. But you've got a 3,600-square-foot, four-bedroom, three-bath house here. Um, I'm having a hard time believing you can't uh, put that out there on terms and get some response on it. But my bigger issue is you know, he ain't going to get a 15% down payment, so he's got to be conditioned that that's not going to happen. Or personally, I, I I wouldn't touch it. If it if it's let's say it's worth four sixty nine and I put it on the market, man, that's sixty some odd thousand dollars that I got to get down before I make a nickel, and I just don't have any interest in that. So here's here's how my conversation is going to go. And uh, let's say you're David. Ready? You're David. Mm-hmm. Okay, David. Listen, um, if we can agree upon a price and the rest of the terms. I will do my best to uh, get somebody in this house, but I uh, I tell you right now, uh, I can't come anywhere close to your asking price for the down payment, and the reason is very simple. I get paid from the difference between what I can collect from my tenant buyer and what I have to pay you, and a 15% down would actually leave me with nothing and would be very difficult for me to get into the marketplace. So if you're, if you're uh, absolutely requiring a 15%, I, I'm out. But if you would consider a much smaller down payment than that, then I'll go into my market and see what we can bring. And, and I, worst case, we don't find anybody. And if we find somebody, I'll bring them back, and we'll have a discussion then. But 
you've got to know that I'm not a nonprofit organization on purpose. My income comes from uh, the buyer, and I generally raise the price enough to cover my cost, but I have, still have to be within the market, Mr. Seller. And um, yeah, I can tell you from experience that uh, that's not marketable. Well, so that's okay. the gist of the conversation. And uh, frankly, if that doesn't get their attention and they agree that they can, they're not going to do it with uh, 15% down, then I'm out. And I am out. And you're going to get a lot of those. Listeners, you're going to get a lot of those. You're going to get a lot of re- uh, sellers that are uh, unreasonable to the point that at least I don't feel like uh, uh pushing a rope uphill with my nose, I'm looking for the low-hanging fruit. And that one certainly is not low-hanging fruit. And I know there are other gurus out there that I've trained that will tell you to go put it under contract, no matter what the terms are, but I simply don't agree with that philosophy. I want to know i got a good chance of getting out of it before I get in it, because we got better things to do. Got it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and also one last thing, Ron. So let's say worst case, if, and I'm using the same uh, lines that you're saying to, to market the house, and I'm still not getting, um, you know, any buyers. Do you have any other How can you do that when you can't even post a picture of the house, David? I'm sorry? How can you market a house when you can't even put a picture of it online? Well, I'll just put, like, a random picture and just say, hey, I, don't, I won't put an address or anything. and just. Say, I understand, but still, you need 10 or 12 pictures on the page that you built to sell the house with. I don't see how you can do that if you don't have an actual house. Okay. I don't, I don't think you're giving your marketing efforts a fair chance, but I'll say it again. If you put it under contract, what's the worst-case scenario? Nobody comes along, right? Then you're out. What do you got to lose? Until you really get uh, committed to selling that particular house and have something to discuss and show, I don't think, you're, um, I don't think you can use that. What you're getting now is a fair gauge. Got it. All right. Thanks, Ron. But you got another one here. Yes, I have one in, um, and they've in said Lake yes, Arrowhead. They've said yes to a lease purchase, but mm-hmm. um, you don't have any uh, monthly payment or mortgage balance down here, and it's a $379,000 house. So is there anything to discuss here? before? Because it looks like you haven't called them, have you? No, I have not. Well, uh, call them first, but it looks like you got a lease option deal there. Okay. On a $379,000 house, my friend, that's a $20,000, $25,000 deposit or more when you get on the exit strategy of that. Those are the kind I like. Yeah. So that's All right, sounds good. Yeah, they've said yes to at least purchase. They should have been called by now, David. Yeah. Okay. All right, thank you, sir. Uh-huh. Let's go on. Thank Respond. you, Ron. Who's next? Okay, our next question comes from Jerry. Jerry, please go ahead. Hey, Ron, how are you today? I am good. Is this Jerry Birdsong? No, this is Jerry Zabrowski from Atlantic City, New Jersey. Well, hello, Jerry. (laughs) Thanks for the two days. It was really, really, really good. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, and thanks, Ron, too, for the alumni. It was great. Welcome. Looking forward to seeing you again in a couple more days. What's happening? I'll see you in Cherry Hill. Yeah, New Jersey. Oh, gosh, that's coming right up, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, you got no break. Jeez, I hey, just got home. <laughs> no. Here, here's why I'm calling you. I got one that I just got a couple of days ago from my VA, and the couple are divorced. Uh-huh. That's why they're selling. Right. Is it something I should get involved or not? 
Well, sure. It creates motivation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what's some of the pitfalls that I should look out for? Uh, don't stand between them. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> You're probably going to have to deal with them separately because uh, I doubt they're speaking to each other right now. But if that's not the case, then then this business as usual. Yeah. Yeah, when, they, when I looked at the house, it had 16 pictures. The first five pictures were of furniture. <laughs> okay. So it kind of looks like they're trying to sell everything. The house is only at 249000 is what they're asking, and Zillow is coming in at two hundred one. but there are some sales that are close to that, maybe two forty six. What do they owe? Uh, that, I, don't, I haven't talked to them. I wanted to talk oh. to you before I go and call them. Get on the phone and talk to them. Nothing to talk yeah. to me about until you talk to them. Okay. All right. I just want to know if you knew some pitfalls with a divorce couple. Well, we've already been over that. Yeah, I know. That's that it. One Collect information on property information sheet because you don't know what you're dealing with until you do that. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ron. That's okay. Why, bye. That's why we have virtual assistance now, Jerry. Okay. Thanks. All right. Okay, Rashawn. Okay. Our next question comes from Stacy. Stacy, please go ahead. Uh, hello, uh, Ron. Where are you at, Stacy? Oh, I'm at uh, Flint, Michigan. Okay. So, uh, actually, my car. I really didn't have a question. I just wanted to get some uh, a little guidance on how I should work some of these deals. You actually have a, a few lead sheets for me, and I do have, a, a, I believe, three with yes on uh, lease purchase. I was actually just wanted to get some help and guidance on how I should uh, go about making these. I'm pretty um, new to the business. Stacy, I have no lead sheets from you. I faxed them in Friday. You did? Yep. Well, they did not make it to my desk today for some reason, so I'm wondering if we even got them, but that's possible. So why don't you pick your best one off of that pile and give me the numbers on it, and I'll, let's talk about it. All righty. Let me see. I'll find a good one. Okay. Okay, this, uh, this is a yes on the beach purchase. If the action price is uh, 379000 the balance on the house is 160,000. Uh, 3% interest, 3% interest rate. What's his payment? Uh, excuse me. His payment, the payment is 1,300, but that's not P-I-T-I. Have you talked to the man? I haven't talked to him yet. Well, you've got to get on the telephone and have a conversation with him. They've said yes to a lease option. Now you need to find out if uh, he's okay with you making him a payment equal to his payment, P-I-G-I, and how long a term he'll give you. What, what else do you know about the property? How big is it? Uh, it is 3,555 feet. That's a big it is, it is vacant. That's good. That's uh, four bedrooms, four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. That's the American dream, man. That that house should be easy to put somebody in with terms. So your next step is to get on the phone and uh, follow the script. Do you have Do you have my scripts? Yes, I do. Get on the phone and follow the script and make an appointment. Uh, what kind of trading have you had to this point? Uh, I'm probably six months in with no training. I I talked to Kenny quite a bit, but. Uh, I've been acquired about uh, training in um, 
trying to get to some of the courses uh, later on in this in this year. So you don't have my terms course? I do have your terms course. Well, frankly, you got step by step instructions and scripts right in that. Okay. So and I'll I guess I'll just follow the same for the other the other uh lease person because I think I think from what I how I studied uh DVDs they're pretty good, pretty good deals I might have here. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, I don't know uh, much other than what you just told me, but the fact that the guy will lease purchase and he's got a lot of equity and we can get his payment down low is, is uh, and the house is vacant and it's in good shape and it's 3,000 square feet. What do you think, Lynette? Should we go or should we think about it more? <laughs> yeah, we should definitely take action. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, well, that's what I wanted to hear. I'm new. To, I'm really new, and I'm I'm a little nervous, but... I, this time I, I think I want to get into. I'm tired of working, so hopefully, hopefully you can do what you do best, man. Put me out of put me out of work. Well, we we've probably fixed harder cases than you, haven't we, Lena? Absolutely, <laughs> and we definitely <laughs> want to help you um, get get rid of that job. You know what? I yeah. got a boot camp coming up in Columbus, Ohio, in July. You need to upgrade from your terms, of course, and get into that boot camp. And uh, you can call the office. If you need some financing, we'll finance you, man. Don't let that stop you. Uh, I'll give uh, Kenny a call tomorrow and, and uh, let him know about July. You call tonight. And, uh, Excuse me? You said you'd tell him you were on this call tonight, and I asked you to get that done and, and make sure you see us in Columbus. And when you do come to Columbus, bring tons of these leads, and Lynette will turn them into gold for you. That's you what I was about. just about to say, Ron. We'll get on the phone and call your sellers for you, and when you leave, you'll have contracts ready to go. All right, I'm going to make make it happen. Okay, you realize how much money is in it if you just get signed up and bring a, a fistful of leads. There's no way you're not going to go home with deals to to implement. That's right. We look forward to seeing you there, Stacy. Make it happen. I sure will. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay. All right, Rashawn, who's next? Okay, our next question comes from Elizabeth. Elizabeth, please go ahead. All right, Elizabeth, and where are you at? San Francisco. California here tonight? It's hot here today. I think I think I'm in Florida. Oh, <laughs> come to Florida and you'll know what hot is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in Arizona where I'm at. I'll yeah, tell you all hot. about hot. Yeah, but they got dry heat. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I'm not complaining. Yeah. I'm only complaining about how hot this market is out here right now. So I'm pretty new with you, but I've I've been working your methodology about a month now. I just bought your course. I haven't gone to the boot camp. Um, I may. Um, but I, my first round of letters were to expireds. I bought about 1,600 um, out-of-state absentee names that I'm just starting to mail to. A couple, maybe 250 a week is my plan. I just signed up with your VA program. My question is, do you have any tips for – so my first round of mailings, I mailed to about 350 expireds. I talked to about 30 people. I'm comfortable talking to people. Um, the Tell general, me you're not taking these calls yourself. Well, no. Well, I've got Pat Live now, and I've got your VA, but I did start out taking some calls myself because I wanted to just get a, get a sense of, you know, what it's like, and I quickly realized I don't want to be doing that. Right. Um, but a lot of these people I'm talking to in the Bay Area, I mean, the market's just so hot, people are paying over asking price left and right. So I was just wondering if you have any tips, um, any of your students that have had success in the Bay Area, I'm marketing to ranges from um, 200000 up to $8, 8 Eight million is too high. Uh, you don't want to go that high. Uh, if you 
you get properties up that high, you, I don't care where you're at, you've still got a very, very small percentage of the population that can afford it. And for, honestly, there's more business than you can handle. In San Francisco, you're going to be probably from three-quarters of a million to three million is your sweet spot. And in case our listeners don't know, the last time I was in San Jose, the median price house there was 774000 Yep. For, for right. $125,000 house, I might add. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but uh, you, when you're in a really hot market like that, the first thing I want to do is move outside of that smoking hot market, which means you don't have to move very far. You probably have to hit some bergs that aren't as hot. But uh, honestly, if you ramp up and you understand math, that just means you have to bring a lot more sellers in to get uh, less yeses. But then when you, to the terms, but then when you do get them, think about how nice it's going to be when you're the one doing the selling and the amount of money you, that you can command from people who can't qualify. And possibly even if the hot market is that hot, you might even be able to just raise the price and if somebody wants to come in and write you a check, then so be it. Because when you raise the price on a house in those price ranges, it's going to be a six-figure price increase. So, I mean, you've got a lot of advantages to tap on to your smoking hot uh, disadvantage. So my advice is real simple. Move your market where it's not so smoking hot or ramp up the number of leads that you process in the areas that are smoking hot, and it will surprise you to learn that there are still plenty of people who would be glad to sell on. So let me tell you who I'd hit, incidentally. It just came to me. My favorite type of house today is the houses with a very small amount of equity in them. Small amount of equity, not large amounts of equity. Uh, if they have a small amount of equity, that means that I've got a seller that's more motivated to sell because they've got a payment on their back when something, so when something happens in their life. And a lot of times, they just can't sit around and wait for a realtor to sell the house. I mean, even if a realtor sells the house, there's still some time that's got to go by before they actually get a, the buyer through the loan process and into the house. So uh, there's a bunch of people out there who just don't want to wait that long. And then there's a bunch that just don't care. Um, are you um, doing anything about um, people that um, are, are headed for foreclosure or possibly even filed on there? So I haven't, and I'm thinking I'm, I want to start doing that because I'm anxious to get some deals going. But I've just been focusing on the pretty house thing and haven't really looked at that yet. Well, the problem with people that are uh, in foreclosure is they're probably 8, 9, 10 or months or uh, more in arrears, and that would kill the pretty house deals. It would take yeah. so much cash to bring the payments current that it would suck up all the profit you can make by putting a tenant buyer or, uh, 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 in the house on a down payment or a deposit. So, yeah, uh, and in California, obviously, you have to fill out um, the special five-day paperwork. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, you do. You got special uh, documents, uh, five-day right of rescission, the whole works there. So. But I, I was debating doing a two-pronged approach out here and doing some of, working on some of the foreclosures as well, just to get get some cash flow. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, you need to change up your list, too. Uh, don't. Uh, by the way, if they're expired listings and the market's so hot, how come they didn't sell? Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. That would, that yep. would be my yep. first question. Yeah, right. yep. That's and they that might is, be, yeah. It might be expired because you're starting off with a bunch of unreasonable sellers to begin with. That's true. So change your list. Uh, do the out-of-towns. And me, if, you know, I just mail into zip codes that I want to do business in. Okay. You can, well, rent a, you can rent a list of people that have, haven't been in their house more than two or three years, so they have small equity. 
Right, good idea. And, and like you said, Ron, uh, the profits are just enormous there in California. We have a student, their first deal, they made $80,000 in California. Their second deal, their profit was over 100000 on their second deal. That's, you know, $180,000 on two deals. That's not bad. So you see, Liz, you only have to do but one of those a month. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right, thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, Rashawn. Next on the line, we have Scott. Scott, please go ahead. Scott, where are you? Hi, um, I'm in San Diego, California, okay. and I'm brand new, so okay. I'm just kind of trying to listen and learn as much as I possibly can. Okay, what would you like to know? Well, I, I, I'm looking at, I, I downloaded one of your forms. Uh, my goal is to close a deal and then uh, immediately get to the virtual assistant um, status. So um, I, I think uh, out here in California where I'm at, there's a lot of people that um, maybe don't really have a lot of equity, and that's kind of what I probably want to target where they're maybe two years into the to, into the house, but I have a lot to learn. So I'm just trying to absorb the knowledge and figure Scott, out do you some have my Do you have my terms course? No, I don't. Well, Lynette, do you want to tell him or do you want me to tell him, huh? <laughs> I mean, you I, definitely that needs I mean that is where you need to go when you get that term yeah. course it's got step by step it's got all the scripts it's got everything to get you to that next level that I hear you want to be Scott I, okay. I you know there's no way I can tell you how to go from beginning to end through a deal especially on a short phone call you need the tools to work with man and you need to understand what you're trying to accomplish clearly and you're just not going to get that by reading a little bit here reading a little bit there watching a little video here uh, and I, you know, I've laid all of that out for you, and you know, I understand that everybody can't afford to buy the thing, but uh, I'd say at the very least you ought to call my office and see if we can finance it for you to try to get you started because with that 14-CD course in your possession, now you've got the step-by-step -step instructions plus the tools to work with, and you know, it starts with what am I trying to accomplish and how do I go about it, and if you don't have that information, I, you know, you're just not going to get anywhere, and that's the brutally honest truth. Okay. And I have, um, Ron, I don't know if you remember Bach. Thanks. He's from uh, San Diego, and uh, his first paycheck was $32,001.60. I mean, there's big big paychecks out there. We love California. Yeah, but you still have to, you know, know exactly how you got to go about and getting at them without risk and without using your money or credit, which is my specialty. But still, I, you know, you, you've got to have the basics. Or you're always in a cloud. Yeah, that would be your next step. Okay, so just call the office. And yeah, ask for tell them you're on this call and you want them to figure out how to finance this course for you. Okay, thank you so much. Tell them I told you to call. Okay, right. appreciate it very much. Okay, Rashawn, who's next? Next, we have Whittemore. Whittemore, please go ahead. All right, I got one on you, don't I? Yep, it's Tom. Tom, and you are in Tennessee, Murfreesboro. I'm yeah, okay. and uh, this is a simple one for you, I'm sure. This was um, sure did, talk to the, did talk to the seller. <laughs> 109000 asking, 129 The seller thinks it's worth. Did you do any research on it, Tom? What do you think it's worth? Uh, the comps are 129 Okay. He's currently asking So we got $20,000 with equity, and it's free and clear, and yep. they have said yes to owner financing. They have. Okay. So. Uh, and it's vacant, and it's a 3-2, it 1,650 square feet. Uh, needs a little bit of work, right? Correct. Okay. 
Now, you know the next question that I'm going to ask you, don't you? <laughs> uh, why did I not get a contract signed already? <laughs> well, no, no. Did you discuss the terms with the seller? I did. I, well, I didn't. I, after our call tonight, I'm going to come back to him with the offers. I said I'm going to call him later on tonight with uh, one or two possible offers for oh, him. Oh, that's not how it works, Tom. Okay. Uh, let me be me and um, you be the seller, all right? Okay. Now, you listen closely. Everybody on this call, listen closely. You will not hear me making Tom an offer. You will hear Tom, the seller, make an offer to me by simply reading my script. So here I am. I got this information sheet from the virtual assistant, and it has the asking price. It's free and clear, and it says yes to terms. So now I'm picking up the telephone, and I'm calling you, Mr. Seller. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Tom, listen, I got the information here from my assistant about a house that she talked to you on yesterday, and uh, I'm following up to uh, get the rest of the, what I need. Do you have a minute? Sure do. Okay. My information says that you would consider uh, taking your equity in monthly installments. Is that correct? Yes, I would right. consider that. Yes. All right. Well, it looks like you're asking 109000 on it if um, I come out to the house and I, and, uh, I like it and, uh, you know, I do a little bit of research on it. Um, terms would be the way I'd like to buy it. So um, if we agree on those terms, what is the lowest you can take for that price? Well, I'd like 109000 Well, okay. And what would be your second choice? <laughs> I think it's worth at least 100000 All right. Well, let me defer that till later then. May I assume you'll sell it with nothing down? Well, I think I should have something down. Well, what is the least you could take down then if we agree upon the rest of the term? Oh, how about 15000 That would be considerably more than I'd be willing to pay on a $100,000 house, Tom. Um, what would be reasonable, do you think? Well, I usually buy them with nothing down, Tom. Hmm. Well, I probably could go down to about 10000 well, I can tell you before I come out and look that I can't give you $10,000 down on a $100,000 house, so let me just ask you this. If I come out and I see and I like the house and, and, and uh, we can agree on everything, would you at least consider taking a much, much, much smaller down payment if I buy your house and pay your closing costs and get it done whenever you're ready? I would. All right. Well, then based on that, I'll go ahead and make an appointment. What did you have in mind for a monthly payment? Uh, it was rented for eight sixty. Okay. So somewhere in that vicinity would be good. But Tom, when you rented it, wasn't it true you were responsible for the taxes and the insurance and the maintenance and the upkeep and the vacancies and all that? I was, and that's why it's vacant. <laughs> okay. So, but when you sell it to me, aren't I responsible for all that stuff? Yes, you are. You will be. Well, since that's the case, what's the lowest you can take per month? Oh, maybe six fifty would be reasonable, I think. Well, you're getting there, but you're not quite there yet. <laughs> so <laughs> how about we figure that out after I get there and see if we're even going to do business together. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. Yes. When would you like me to come? I'm available anytime. Okay. Well, this conversation is over after I make the appointment. So do you okay. see how I led you to making me the offer? I did. Yep. Okay. You notice I didn't, you know, I didn't name a single number except I thought yours was too high? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that work conversation is built right into your script, the one you use for free and clear houses that say yes to owner financing. I don't have to think about it. All i got to do is read most of it. Now, I had led some, 
But the key questions are right at the bottom. Mm-hmm. Down payment, monthly payment, and purchase price, right at the bottom. So that's the exercise that everybody listening has to go through. Find out where the hell the seller's head's at, and then decide whether you want to go see the house or not. And if their head's in la-la land, you've got to tell them. There ain't no sense in going out and looking at a house with somebody who wants way more down payment than, than you ever intend to give them or get them uh, in the marketplace. So you got it? Can you handle sure. that? I can handle that. And then you need a purchase and sale agreement. Yes. All right. That will be in my hand. Right on your site. Okay. okay. Good luck with it. All right, Rashawn, who's next? Okay, next we have it, Jerry Birdsong. Jerry, right. please go ahead. Well, Rashawn, how many folks do you have waiting before I go any further? Um, seven currently waiting. Eight, All right. actually. Uh, well, please Eight. don't take any more. Sorry, folks. We're yeah, out. do you have uh, Jim and Linda? Can you identify them? Yes, I do have a Jim and Linda. All it's right. one person, two okay. people before them. Okay. okay. Well, let me take Jerry and that person, and we'll put Jim and Linda on here, and we'll see how time goes. And we got it. Guys, we are going to be over, so I can tell you that right now. So if you've got some big deal happening at 8 o'clock, uh, we're going to go past 8. But I'm gonna, I'll get everybody in that's on the phone right now. All right, Jerry, how are you, sir? I see you are from Texas. San Antonio, yes, sir. Well, hello, uh, Jerry. How are you doing? Hey there, lovely lady. How are you? Wonderful. Ron, he is so close to so many deals. It's crazy. All right. Well, uh, which one you want to talk about here, Jerry? You got three. Which one feels best to you? Okay. The one I like is Magnolia. Well, that's good because that happens to be at the top of my pile. Yeah, good timing, yeah. Right. Now, let me, pref- let me preface this that uh, I'm working with Lynette and Brian. And we, I, uh, I had provided these three property information sheets for one of my colleagues that was coming out from San Antonio. Yeah, I remember uh, Anita, the real estate agent. Yeah. Okay. Well, these, she told me tonight that these didn't get called, and I had sent these on to uh, the Wolf couple, uh, and they're going to uh, make the calls. Well, actually, uh, I, uh, I think BJ left a message for him. We just didn't contact them, uh, Ron. During the alumni event. During the alumni, correct. Yeah. So I said I would call them this week. You know, we probably better tell all of our listeners what the alumni event is because, you know, most of them don't know, Lynette. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) All of our quick start real estate graduates, which is my four-day live training, are eligible to come to not one, not two, but three different alumni events, which are two days uh, here in Jacksonville, uh, spread out through the year, and, and we take that those graduates, and we move them to the next level and do some leads during a class and talk about all kinds of uh, innovative things that uh, will we'll get them there quickly. And that's what we did in the last uh, one we had here last week. So, Jerry, you were in that. So what do you want to know about this um, property here on Magnolia? Okay. The Now, first of all, let me preface it by saying I have not called this uh, seller. Okay. Uh, so if you want to pass on it, I understand. Well, do you have one here you have called? Uh, yeah, it would take me a while to dig it out here. Um, Only got three in my possession. Jeff. Oh, I no, I haven't called any of those. I have. All right, Jerry, how about the one you sent us the recording of the seller call? 
Okay, I'm digging for it now. Well, well, Jerry, if you haven't called any of them, there's not a whole lot to talk about. You, uh, no, sorry. You're, I, no, you're I understand. working with uh, your mentor on that, if that's the case. I know you do yeah. have a yes to a lease option here. Okay, yes to another lease option. And now one of them, the last one here, you got a no-no. That one, um, I wouldn't call that one until you get all your yeses done. All right. Uh, I have been working real hard on the no to seller financing well, script. But, well, no. Okay, why, don't work, so, why don't you work on the yeses first? You've got more yeses you can follow up on. Well, I, I do now. I haven't been. But it's starting to turn better. Well, let me, I just have the, the one question on uh, the Magnolia. What do you want to know? In this, in this case, the uh, the seller has no asking price, and my virtual assistant uh-huh. uh, couldn't get uh, uh-huh. them to offer an asking price. Uh-huh. So uh, if the seller won't come up with an asking price, How about what you is and I play that game? I'm the, uh, I'm, the, I'm the buyer, and you're the stubborn seller who don't want to come up with the asking price. Okay. You ready? Yes, okay. sir. All right, Jerry, what are you asking? Well, you know, I'm just I'm just not sure. I've lived in this property for a while. I've got a lot of equity in it. And, uh, well, Jerry, do you have a computer? Uh, yes, sir, I sure do. Well, why don't you go to Zillow.com and see what you think it's worth? Because, honestly, I can't do anything without an asking price. Okay. So you have, okay, no, idea, you have no idea what you want? Yeah. Okay. That's almost, uh, almost never are you going to talk to a seller who has no clue what they want, Jerry. Some of them are just dancing around hoping you'll tell them what you'll pay. Yes, I, you I, won't I, live I long enough. You won't live long enough for me to tell you what I'll pay you before you tell me what you want. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, I'll just I'll just let it go at that. You got a bunch of callers waiting. I'll make okay. sure that the next time I co- that I uh, send you lead sheets, I will have already made uh, my seller calls. That would be good. Of course, if you work closely with your mentor, you won't even need to send them to me. And, Jerry, I'll be calling you on Wednesday, okay? On Wednesday? Okay. Sounds good. All right. Uh, in, in the evening? Yeah. Okay. I Thank will be you, home by – I'll be home by uh, uh, 2.30 your time. You guys email or that. 3 o'clock your time. Okay. We, got, we got folks waiting. All right, John, who's next? Okay, our next question comes from Jim and Linda. Oh, Jim and Linda, welcome. Hey. Well, hello, hey. Jim and Linda. I hope half of what Lynette's been saying about you is true. <laughs> <laughs> half of it might. Probably half of it is. <laughs> okay. Where are you guys at? We're in Sanford, North Carolina. All right. So, uh... What's going on in your lives? Now they were uh, they were at the uh, Quick Start Real Estate School in uh, North Carolina, uh, and they were also at the alumni event. Um, yeah. And uh, they've been doing quite a few deals. I kind of wanted to share some of your deals, uh, Jim and Linda. You want to run through some of those deals, like that check you got for uh, sixty five hundred, and some of those deals. Well, we recently did one, um, a subject to uh, the. Um, the market value on the property is about 165. Uh, it's a three-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, 1,800 square feet. Uh, the mortgage on it was 50. Uh, they wouldn't take 50 for it. Uh, they wanted uh, 85. So we took it subject to and took the other 35 with uh, um, a financing with no interest, no payment. Second mortgage back to the seller, right? Right. 
No interest, no payment, right. Those are my favorite kind. We love those. I've noticed when there's no payment, it helps cash flow, and when there's no interest, it sure pays down quick. Our plan for this, it does need some repairs. It mostly needs to be modernized and spruced up so it would retail. So let me guess, you're going to work for equity it? No, we're actually going to repair this and sell it retail at the end. I told them work for equity, Ron. Uh-huh. Sounds like you got the spread in it. What do you think the repair costs are going to be? About twenty thousand, maybe a little bit more. Okay. All right. So we're in we're in for eighty five and then twenty, which is a hundred and five, and we think we'll get out at about hundred and sixty to hundred and sixty five. That'll work. And that and that's the low side of the retail price there. You know, we didn't base it on a high retail because what we want to do is sell it quick. Right. Yes, and uh, Jim Jim is a thinker brain and when he says total profit of forty eight thousand dollars, he is being very conservative. Well that's that's good enough for a free house. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. The other one, the other one we're working on. Uh, in fact, this happened the day before uh, we came to Quick Start. Uh, we bought a house at auction. Um, it's got comps at about a hundred thousand. We know the we know the house comps uh, pretty well because we own the house next door, so that's the comp. Uh, we bought it for forty-eight five. Uh, we're planning on putting a. Um, a lease option tenant in it who already lives in it. Who already lives in it. Uh, we actually talked to him at the auction. Okay. He was to see who was going to buy the house, and he was happy to see it was it was me. Okay, so you're going to leave him in the house then on the lease purchase, work for equity. Absolutely, that's the plan. As long as he can meet the requirements that you know that we want him to have, so that we can um you know uh, get him in there with a reasonable down payment and uh, and rent and then um, cash out again. Now, Jim, you know that my folks out in California are laughing at these numbers, right? Uh, well, no, it's, it's kind of funny. You can laugh at the numbers, but if you um, if you buy for 48 and sell for 100, you still make 50. Well, that's true. Good point, Jim. <laughs> and sometimes that's hard to see, isn't it? There's only, only you know, one left that counts, right? Yeah, it's, it's only it's only the amount of cash that you net out. It's not really the price, you know. So yeah. buy low, sell right. not so high, and still have a good spread is 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 a pretty good uh, technique, we think. So you guys are only on Planet Ron for about what? About a month now? Uh, well, they actually just signed a new six month renewal with us, Ron. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. This is this is about our deal. Um, I think this is about our seventh or eighth deal. So we've been. Yeah, you know, our goal is and one a month, and we're yeah, we're pretty close to it. What do you? What What is your vocation, Jeff? Huh. Recently, recently retired five what, weeks ago. What did you do? I was a plant manager. Okay, well, congratulations for being unemployed. <laughs> it's wonderful, except I, I still I'm still pretty busy. Uh, I, I I went from two bosses to one. All right, so Linda. Yes, sir. What do you think about this retirement stuff? Um, <laughs> no, I think it's great. He's he's starting to really get involved with the real estate, so I'm enjoying that, and I think he is too. So he's not a pain in the ass hanging around the house or anything like that. <laughs> no, huh? I won't let him hang around the house. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, you got the right boss. I can tell that already. He's yeah, I do. Got two women bossing him around, Ron. Yeah. I've had the same boss for 42 years, so it's oh, a good really? relationship. Well, congratulations, sir. I'm, uh, 
or y'all. I'm actually in my 50th this year. And, yep. And we're in our 30th. Yeah. All right. Well, enough of this chit-chat. we got a lot of people holding on here. So thanks, guys, for uh, tuning in tonight and sharing with us. We appreciate it. And uh, send us some letters with your successes on them. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Lynette. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Talk to you soon. All right, Rashawn, who's next? Okay, our next question comes from Mike. Mike, please go ahead. Mike, I don't have one sheet on you, do I? No sheet, Ron. Hey, uh, Ron and Lynette, good to hear your voices. Hey, hi, Mike. How are you doing? Good, good, good. So uh, I think we have a deal here. or it's, it's, uh, I have a, uh, a house uh, that uh, I have a buyer for. The buyer has uh, verbally agreed. I sent his information to screen the tenant, and I'm calling to see if you could just give me a quick check to make sure I don't screw this up and I want, so I can get it to the end, to the goal line. So the house, uh, the contract was for, it's going to be an axe deal, basically, um, and um, I've negotiated with the buyer to put down 10%. He wants to put down 10% so he can show the bank that he put down 10%. On a lease purchase um, or owner financing? Lease purchase. Where are you at? Massachusetts. Okay. All right. So what's the sales price? Three fifteen. So he's going to put down thirty one grand. So he's going to put down. I've, I've negotiated. He's going to put down five percent on July one when he moves in. Right. Then he'll give another forty two fifty or, or for twenty k down uh, within six months. Okay. And then uh, sometime during the lease period, he'll put down another eleven seven fifty. Which, right. would re which will represent uh, 10%. All right. Of course, you know you got to get all of that as part of your lease option agreement and exactly when that money's due. Well, I, uh, the, the deal I got, I, I organized with the seller was to basically split that. So uh, that's what he wanted down. So I'm going to get half of that, which is going to be about 10, 10K. All right. But my point is you still got to put that in your agreement when you put the tenant buyer in there, when and uh, what is due. Exactly. That's all right. I said. So make sure your attorney gets that schedule and put a date on it. You can't just have it ambiguous. You got to have a date on it. Right. So what is now, the other question you're concerned about? My attorney has her own forms, and I was wondering if you adamantly feel that I should use your forms versus her forms. So you want me to openly tell you in front of thousands of people listening to totally ignore the advice of your attorney? Is that what you're trying to get me to say? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, um, I don't think she would. You should always use your attorney's forms first, but before you just cave in and do that uh, without at least questioning it, uh, I think you should take a look at my lease option agreement and read it through and see if you find things in there you might want to get to add to hers. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, definitely I will do that, and I've actually asked her for her forms, but she indicated that she doesn't give out her boilers, per se, because that represents her work. Until I get an actual deal together, then she'll I'll probably I'll Well, you probably have a deal something. together right now. You need one prepared, don't you? Right, so now I have a deal, and now she's going to create one, and now I can read okay. through it, so I'll, I'll do that. Then fine. Uh, one thing, though, are, are, are you got to separate the option from the lease now. Right. Is she doing that? Yes. You need two totally separate agreements. Okay. Uh, and then, uh, then, then, then uh, who's your mentor? You got one? No, I don't. Uh, we hope to be starting that up again, and hopefully maybe Lynette will be available for us and uh, or, or some well, one of the great mentors. I 
kind of hope you start that up right away because uh, it'd be nice to have a mentor look over that agreement while it's in the Absolutely. stage. Right. Um, yeah, well, I, I, hopefully this will give us some jingles so we can do so. Okay. Are you subleasing it out now to your buyer? You're not assigning a contract to the buyer, are you? No, we are going to assign it because every real friendly real estate attorney in Massachusetts has told me that I can't do a sandwich lease because I have no I'm not the owner and it all comes down to eviction rights and if I'm not if I don't not untitled I don't have eviction rights so I, I just feel like I'm tied to an axe deal and that's what I'm doing with this one all right well I don't believe your attorney but if that's what it takes to get the money get the money yeah uh, what I do if I were you I'd go pull up the state statue and verify that for yourself uh, probably I, I could do that um, but I don't know if if I, if I Look, could find any I, attorney that would still close it, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, for this deal, just get it done. Yeah. But for future, you need to verify that that. And if you find a state statute that says you have to own it to be able to evict, send it to me, will you? Okay. Good luck finding it, though. Okay. Any other thing, uh, uh, guidance here to get this deal uh, past the no, finish line? Just do what your attorney tells you to do. Okay. Use the forms the attorney tells you to use. And get the check. Okay. That's it. And that's it. All right, sir. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lynette. Good to hear you guys. And um, maybe we'll see you down in New, New Jersey. We would okay. love that. Bring lots of leads with you. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And have that statue with you before you come, will you? I don't know if I have time to research that, Ron. <laughs> you don't have to do anything but go on your state website and go into the landlord tenant law and pull it up and print it. Okay. All right, and then and then go to the uh, well. You'll just have to scan it to talk about uh, eviction rights on in it. You know, that's where you want to go to. Is you want to go to the part that deals with eviction. Right, and the, actually, while we're talking about this, the same thing. I have the same problem with with a wrap uh, scenario. I've I had another deal put together, uh, or and uh, asked attorneys to close the deal as as, as with a wrap mortgage. And uh, I've been told by one attorney that, quote, I'll go to jail for that. So uh, well, Your that, attorney is absolutely dead wrong and full of crap on that. That is ludicrous. Absolutely yeah. dead wrong. You're, by the way, you know you need to know about all that attorney. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There's nothing stopping you when you buy. You know you can't do a wrap unless you own it. Okay. So if you own it, you can sell it any way you want to sell it. I, I have no idea what he had in mind when he gave you that stupid advice. Right. Well, if there's anybody on the call who has a real estate-friendly attorney in Massachusetts, well, please. Well, if they were, they couldn't tell you because they can't. Uh, you and I are the only ones talking here. Uh, put it on the gold site, please. Uh, no, we're not going to do that. You're going to have oh. to go scout out your own attorney. We're not going to get into that quagmire, which you have could lead you and God knows where. Uh, you will not have any trouble finding a good real estate attorney if you talk to people who use good real estate attorneys, like investors. Mm -hmm. And um, some, even some investor-friendly realtors. But it's clear right. to me you don't have a good real estate attorney yet. Yes, that's true, and I'm, I'll keep looking. All right. Thank you so much. I'm in New Jersey. All right. Rashawn, next. Next on the line, we have Patricia. Patricia, please go ahead. Patricia, where are you at? Hi, Ron. I am in Georgia. Okay. And um, you actually answered um, my question on Ask Ron a few days ago. 
but I felt like I needed to get more information, and I did come right. up with the R's for okay. this deal. All right, what's the question? Okay, um, the, the, the seller um, has the house. She's um, facing foreclosure. She's about six payments behind. She wants to get rid of it. She says she doesn't care whether I take it or not. She's just going to get rid of it. All right, what's the um, loan, loan balance? Asking prices, huh? What's the loan balance? The loan balance is about 87. All right, plus the payments or including the payments? Including the payments. All right, what's the ARV? The ARV is at about 95. So there's no equity in it? No. Because, all right, what's the payment? The payment is 608. And there's six behind, you said? Yes. So you're going to be in this thing for $4,000 plus to mm -hmm. get a very small amount of equity. Right. I'll tell you what I'd do with it. I'd sign it up to buy it subject to, mm -hmm. and then I'd put it out into the marketplace and see if I could attract a buyer or a tenant with at least $10,000 down. And then at the time you um, closed it, you'd do it all simultaneously and the payments would come out of that and be paid by the closing agent. Yeah, right. that's kind of what I was thinking, of, but I thought maybe doing a lease option, and why wouldn't you Why wouldn't you do a lease option on that one? You can. No, you mean you to can. buy it? You mean to buy it or sell it? Well, I meant to, to, to hold it, you know, and put a tenant in there, raise the rent to right. about 850 because I could get 850 for it. Yeah, let me go one more time. You're going to put it on a contract to buy it subject to. But then if you right. want to put it out to the market, then you could put it out on a lease purchase, correct? Right. So, you, But you don't buy it till you find a tenant buyer. Oh, okay, okay. Now, now, now you can take the tenant buyer's money and bring the payments current and pay closing costs. So I wouldn't have to, if I do subject to, I wouldn't have to worry about that do on sale. You don't, no, that's the least thing. So, believe me, the, <laughs> Bank's not going to call a loan due because you buy it. They're going to be thrilled you came along to make the payments. Oh, okay. okay. One more they don't have to take back. Oh, okay. And I got one more quick question, Ron. When you put a house on the contract and you use your LLC. No, I use a land trust. Oh, I would use a land trust putting this house on the contract? You can, or you can use an LLC at the top of it and a land trust close in it. Oh, Close's okay. It. Yeah. Just don't put your name on a contract. I'd much rather use the, uh, the LLC as the buyer if you got one. If you don't have one, I don't need you to form one just to make an offer. Okay. But and when I sign the contract, I have to sign it with my own name, right? Yeah, well, let's say you're buying it as an LLC, then you sign it as manager. Okay. Okay. That's what I need to know. Okay. Sign as manager. Okay. All right. Thank you, Aunt. That was it. Thank you, Ron. Thank you, Annette. Okay. Rashawn, how many more do we have holding? We have five holding. Wow. All right. Well, let's move on then. Five holding? Yeah. Ah! I mean, you okay. Our, our next question comes from Jim Smallin. Jim, Hi, please Jim. go ahead. All right, Jim. What can I do for you tonight? Ron, I've got uh, three sheets there with I you. I see them. Let's pick one. Yep. The only one uh, that I've actually spoken to the seller on is the 1071 Hughes Drive in Hamilton. Got it. Okay. And Asking the, price 430 
Zeller thinks they've actually they actually came down to 418 yesterday on Zillow. Okay, and what do they owe? Uh, they, she is unsure of that. She was going to check with her husband. Okay, and what's the payment? The, well, the estimate was uh, 396. No, the payment. Yeah, she doesn't know. She didn't know the payment either. Well, she didn't know what they all, owed or the payment. All we know is that she at least purchased it, but you're nowhere do you get that information. Okay. All right, so uh, I'll follow back up. But she's also trying to. Um, I looked pretty closely at the comps, and they're all. She's probably in the 90th percentile on the high side. Jim, I think you got a deal. Look, they're moving. The house is in excellent shape. It's a 2,400 square footer. It's four bedroom, two and a half bath. Quit worrying about all the, all of the uh, the other things about like the value. Because and when you get a $400,000 house, I could be $50,000 off and and still be yep. fine. Uh, you, okay. you've got to find out what she owes and what that payment is so you'll know how to structure the lease purchase. Got it. It, it looks like they're very flexible. Yeah, she seems to be. She's just so, not very knowledgeable. Well, your next move is to talk to the husband. Yep. All, All right. right. That's my next move. Got it. Okay. All right. Thank you. Rashawn? Okay. Our next question comes from Arthur. Arthur, please go ahead. Arthur, where are you at? Hi, this is Austin Atlanta, and uh, I'm I'm calling because I've gone out and spoke uh, to maybe three, four couples now, and with the deal for a seller financial lease option. But it seems, maybe it's me, I don't know. It seems like when I say I got to get a buyer in place first, they kind of are tentative with it. I'm not sure if I'm explaining it wrong or. Is that to be expected? I just need to hit more numbers. What, what price range house are we talking about? Uh, one's 450, 350. One is uh, 225, and the other one uh, was uh, like 150. Are you having this conversation with them before you go out to the house, or are you just hitting them cold with it when you get there? No, I'm having it uh, before I go out to the house. One guy, only one did not understand that. The other one understood it. Uh, but they're saying, well, let me look at the paperwork, and they're kind of holding on to it and Let's pick kind of dragging one. their feet. Let's pick one that okay. you talked to. Okay. Uh, and uh, did you, uh, mm -hmm. was it lease purchase or an owner financing? Uh, lease purchase. Okay. And uh, did you, you discuss monthly payment? Yes. And what price range house was it? The house is roughly $225. Okay. Uh, they owe 55 on it. All right, they're willing to give me a five-year term. Up. Mm -hmm. They, yeah, they want uh, on that house. They wanted, uh, they wanted twenty percent down. I told them that wasn't going to happen. Uh, but roughly, they want ten percent down now. I'm not going to get it. And the month, right? <laughs> and the monthly, uh, the, I don't have a sheet in front of me. The monthly payments on that one. They initially started out very low. Like they just want me to cover their payments at five hundred. Now they're saying they want. Uh, thousand, but they rented out for thirteen hundred before. So, okay. Well, here's how I uh, would handle folks who um, want me to put up a down payment and uh, buy the house. Okay. I'd simply say, listen, there's two ways I can do this. I can either buy it myself, or you and I can get an agreement, and I can find another buyer to plug it in because I'm not willing to pay what you want down. If you'll sell it to me with little or nothing down, I'll probably just buy it. And then, okay. from the, then, there, then from that point on, it's my my issue. We just have to agree when the payment's going to start. If you insist on a down payment, then I then I'll 
I need an agreement, and I'll take it into my marketplace, and uh, I'll get paid by uh, the difference between what I collect and what I pay you. But I can't close on it until I, I, I find that buyer. And if okay. you read my scripts, if you read my, especially my new no script and my boot camp manual, it clearly explains it to them and gives them all the benefits and tells them there's no cost to them because we raised the price enough to cover our cost, and we're really just a delayed cash sale because we are. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got you've got to be able to make the case by spelling out the benefits first, and okay. that's got to be done with a script, or you're most likely going to screw it up. And my senses tell me that's what you're doing. You get the same sense, Lynette? I guess not. <laughs> All right. All right, so, so here's a question, man. When I do have a seller financing uh, option, should I just go and just just like I'm buying and just get the contract? Seller finance in 90 days and then just go to sell it without bringing up my other person? That is certainly do it that a possibility, way. yes. And probably okay. from what I'm hearing about from you, is probably might be your best approach. Um, okay. If you can get away with 90 days, that's fine. But then you have to ask yourself this, how am I going to show the house if I'm not mm-hmm. telling the seller that I've got to sell it first? Yeah. If it's vacant, okay. that's easy. Just get permission and get a key. But if it's not vacant, mm-hmm. that's going to be very hard to pull off. Okay, yeah, most of these are vacant. Unless, okay, you, well, I unless, you, unless you just point blank tell them, look, I want uh, 60 days to close. If I don't find the buyer first, I'll go ahead and close, but I would like to plug in a buyer before I close. you got to give them some kind of assurance that you're real. Okay, okay. All right, I think that's it. All right. All right, Rashawn, who's next? Okay, our next question comes from Adibagola. Okay, got Adibu a bunch Kola, of please go ahead. All right. Give me a short way to say that name. Um, hi. I go by Luki. Luki. Luki, B-U-K-Y. That's it. Okay. All right, well, I got three of them. Which one do you want to talk about? Um. Well, I'm going to say up front, I'm brand new. I haven't actually called any of these sellers. Um, but if you could just sort of give me some guidance, I'll pick the – one in Loganville, Lakeside Court in Loganville. Um, yep. Okay. It's a $169,000 asking price, and that's about yeah. what the seller thinks it's worth. But you give me no comps. It's a $1,000 payment, but it's got a $120,000 loan on it, and they said yes to, owner, uh, to at least purchase. Uh, four bedroom, two and a half bath, twenty three hundred square feet. That is good. So, what what is it that you would like for me to tell you? Do you have any kind of training at all? Um, yeah, I did do the virtual training. Okay. So, yeah. you what do you need to know on this deal to determine whether you want to go to the house or not? Um. Well. Um. I, the estimate is, says about 181, but the comps that I were, was able to pull up are more like 140. It doesn't matter. Quit worrying about that. You're in the middle of 169. Okay. You're somewhere in the ballpark. Now, what else do you need to know? Well, I need to know um, what the seller would want, you know, what sort of terms well, that they would want. They're making a $1,000 payment. That's all you're going to pay. Isn't that true? So you've got yep. to get on the telephone and read the lease option script yep. and uh, verify that they're okay with a $1,000 rent till you get them cashed out. Okay. Find out and just ask them, listen, uh, I can't find comps as high as your asking price. Can you help me? 
And okay. when you get, frankly, when you get the answers to the, and you verify that they would uh, do a lease purchase, then it's time to go make an appointment. Okay. Um, I just have one question about all these uh, social deals in general. They are moving, and uh, like I said, I haven't spoken to them, but what if they come up and say, uh, how do we buy another house? You mean how can I qualify for another loan? Yes, how do we qualify for another loan? Well, I don't, uh, you know, you can't tell them that uh, you renting this is going to help them qualify because it doesn't. The lender may or may not give them credit for 75% of the income on a rental, but I, okay. you know, I got to tell you that generally, when they're lease option in a house out, that's not their intent. But if it is, uh, there's nothing you're going to be able to do to make that happen. So you, right. I ask them, well, listen, I, I, I don't, I can't do anything to help you qualify except give you a, a rental income to wash out your debt. But I don't know if the lender's going to give you credit or not. So. Okay. If uh, you're going to go qualify for another loan, you probably don't want to be lease option this house to me if your if your debt ratio won't uh, stand it. Okay. You see, so they, you just be upfront and say, "I don't really know." I, what, what, what else are you going to tell them? You going to lie to them? <laughs> oh, no, 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 <laughs> not at all. You just got to tell them the truth. You got to address the elephants that are in the room. You can't keep this a secret if they ask. Uh, I don't, but don't assume that what they're going to do and what they don't are not going to do. We have no idea. Okay. But, but if they ask, how can I qualify? Well, if you rent the house out to me, you probably won't be able to qualify right away. But what will you do with the house if we don't do business? Okay. That, that helps, yes. Okay. Thank you. All right. Rashawn? Okay. Our next question comes from Sean Simpson. Sean, please go ahead. And where are you at, Sean? I am in Lithia Springs, which is just about 10, 15 minutes outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Got it. Um, The question I have, uh, basically what I'm doing right now is I'm just looking to, um, you know, buy ugly houses and flip them to other investors. Um, Just just being out and about, I've come across some very ugly houses in some very nice livable areas, but when I walk up, I see a big sign on the front door that says government owned. Uh What is that? Do I even need to waste my time trying to? That's HUD or VA, and there's nothing you can do with it until it goes on the market. Okay, that's that. Now, num- the, my next HUD, and final VA question. Or Fannie Mae, one of the three. Okay, my final question is this: um, I was looking, I was listening to your your CDs and that well, the 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 link that was sent about just wholesaling, and at one point you said, "Don't trust Zillow." I'm hearing you now saying, have you looked on Zillow? So I was just wondering, has Zillow updated its well, numbers or everything? Yes, or? Zillow's come a long ways, and they're a whole lot better than they used to be. And um, lately, I've been telling folks to go just look at the Zestimate large one, John, because that's the easiest way in the world to do comps when you're not trained on how to do them. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually the Zestimate's somewhere in the ballpark. I can't say that's always the case. Uh, in fact, that's... Not always the case, especially with the low-end stuff that you're going to want to be wholesaling. There's some bank-owned properties in that mix that there's no way I'm going to trust. Anything under $100,000 uh, after repaired value, I really don't trust Zillow to give me a, a, a good Zestimate on it. Okay. But you, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're going to be using all that bank-owned cheap crap piloting in there to come out with their number. All right. Well, um, look forward to when you come back towards the south. I'm not going to New Jersey or wherever you guys are going. 
you know what? The houses up there look like they do here. <laughs> I'm talking about for it's raining, of course, because so I, I. I oh, <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, come back. Columbus, Ohio is the northern sister of uh, where you're at in Georgia. Come yeah. Come in July. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. thank you so much, and um, look forward to eventually meeting you. All right, sir. Thank you All right. for being a member. All right, uh, Rajan? Okay, our last question comes from Kathy Dean. Kathy, please go ahead. Kathy, how's it feel to be last? <laughs> I'm used to it, Ron. How are you doing? I, I was with you in uh, Tampa in February. Uh-huh. And I've been with you for about 17 years, so you oh were like goodness. my family. Wow, you're old, girl. <laughs> um, I was the one that had the hip issues uh, uh-huh. when we were in Florida. Um, okay. Well, what can I do for you tonight? Well, I just have a couple of quick questions. I've been getting a little bit frustrated with all this. I want to do this more than anything in my whole life. Um I have lost my job. They um, laid off 6,000 people. And my daughter and I, she was 15 class, we're now living in an unfinished basement. So I need to really get this going and especially find us a home. And I'm in the Roanoke, Virginia area. You live in Virginia? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, finding you a home is not going to be that difficult. But it is going to require work on your part. Well, I have worked my little backside off ever since uh, I came down there in February. But really, all you got to do is now be the VA until you can get another one and uh, make those calls yourself to the FISBO signs and the ads until you run across the seller who will lease option you a house or sell it to you with owner financing with no money down. Well, I have over 100 lead property sheets. I've really been working this very, very hard. And I'm not finding anything with no money down. Um, I have found some that said they would own a finance, but they want 20 to 50% down. What price ranges are you dealing in, Kathy? Uh, I'm trying to work around the 200000 Now, I have looked at some 100000 but I tell you, Ron, I have found pure trash, and they're in areas I won't drive through during the day with the doors locked. Okay, well, I get all of that. Most cities have those. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying that the lower price range you do work in, the easier time you're going to be taking over somebody's debt or at least option it from them or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't on the telephone here tell you what you're doing wrong, but I I am reasonably sure that it's coming out of your mouth, whatever it is, because you can't call 100 leads and not have deals. You just can't. Now, I found one deal I was excited about. He's asking 260 for it. Um, it's worth about that. I'm a retired real estate appraiser, mm-hmm. and I know him. Uh, I worked with him about 15 to 20 years ago. Well, what does he owe? He owes nothing. Well, then he'll either and lease option it to you or he'll owner finance it or you don't have a deal. And if he owner finances it, it's without down payment. Well, he said he would own a finance it with about 50% down. I said, well, oh, good luck really? on that. How nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he did tell me that if I came up with 155000 in cash, that the house was mine. 
but you can't, so it's out of the question. Right. But so. I'm wondering, because I have heard you turn people completely around. Do you have any suggestions on how I could do that? Well, I have a no script, but that's not going to work for you because you're the one going in the house, and if he's looking for a cash buyer, you're not going to cash him out. Mm-hmm. So you, you I, I think you're wasting your time with him, frankly. Well, I want to do this so badly, Lauren, and but I want to get my daughter and I out of this unfinished basement, and well, this I hear is you. what I want to do. I want well, to do this. This is what to do. And I really have tried hard, Lauren. I really well, have. But, Kathy, uh, trying hard don't get you any points, does it? No, sir. Nope. You've got to first get armed with the right tools, and you're not, or you would have had a deal by now, or two, or three, or four, uh, out of those leads that you talked to. I'm telling you, there's something wrong with what you're saying, Kathy, and there's really no, well, that's the long and the short of it. So, but I'm, I'm, I, I'm following your script to the T. I really well, am. No, you're not doing what I teach to the T. You might be reading my script, but that, there's a little more to it than that. Uh, when's, the, when's the last time you've been to my boot camp? Uh, let's see. Um, that, let's see. What was that in February at Tampa? Wasn't that, that was boot camp, wasn't it? I don't know. Was it four days? Yes, sir. Okay, then you can come back for free, can't you? Yes, sir. And if you went through that for four days, uh, you should be able to recognize what your issue is. But sometimes, in fact, most of the time, when people come back to this thing and do a repeat visit, the light goes off. Uh, it's true. It's like drinking out of a fire hose the first time. But when you come <laughs> back the second time, especially after you've had the, the tracking experience that you've got, it really hits hard. And if you'll bring some leads, if you could just get to the next one and bring some leads, uh, we'll work them for you. and We'll get you a deal. And apparently you're getting the leads. Yes, so sir. I'm up. working hard. I'm even running ads, you know. Well, and I've got no, people. don't don't spend any money doing this. But bring, I can't because I don't have any money coming in. Bring That's us why. some leads and let us do the deals for you while you sit there and watch. Can you do that? I was going to try to come down this past week, but I just didn't have the All right, well, listen, there. this conversation is going to have to end here because we're way over right now. Yes, well, I'm going to leave it at that. You get registered in the next one you can get to and figure out how to get, which is probably Columbus uh, in uh, July if you want to get going, or even New Jersey uh, next week if you want to do that. You're free, so all you got to do is figure out how to live while you're there and yes, bring some sir. leads with you. I promise you, you're going to leave with some deals because I'll, I'll sick Lynette on them. You know Lynette. <laughs> she'll, she'll, she'll say, they'll say yes just to get her off the telephone. So. <laughs> Bring some leads and let us work them for you. That's, I, I don't know what else to tell you, Kathy, and then along the way you'll figure out what you're doing wrong. Okay. All right? All right, sir. Thank okay. you for taking the time to talk to me. You're All awesome. Right. I just you. love you. Bye-bye. All right, Rashawn, we are done for this evening. Um, let's end this call tonight. If you'll hang on just a couple of minutes after we end it, please. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'll uh, see you a month from today, and for all you Quick Start graduates, I'll see you in two weeks on the alumni-only call. So good night. Go get some deals done.